0: STORY 22 OF LULU, ALICE, AND JIMMY Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. THIS LIBRIBOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. HOW ALICE CUT HER FOOT Did you ever go barefooted in the summertime? I suppose you have, and I don't blame you a bit, especially on hot days when you are at Asbury Park or Ocean Grove. Now to go barefooted, you know, you have to take off your shoes and stockings, and that's quite a bother at times. Well. Well, Alice Wibblewobble didn't have to do this when she wanted to go barefooted, for, you know, she never wore shoes and stockings in the summer. You see, it would be too much trouble to take them off every time she went in swimming with Lulu and Jimmy, so that's why it was arranged that she never had to wear any. Now it happened one day—oh, I guess it must have been about a week and a minute after Lulu had been frightened by that big dog—that Alice was going to the store for her mother. The store was kept by Mr. Drake who had a little round doorknob on the top of his head, so his hat wouldn't blow off in windy weather. "'Bring me a pound of butter and some cornmeal, Alice,' her mother had said to her, "'and be sure the cornmeal's fresh. I'm going to fry some for your father's supper.' So Alice said she would be sure about it, and she started off. "'Want me to come, Alice?' asked Lulu. "'No, dear,' replied Alice. "'I think it's too hot for you today. I'll soon be back again.' better take jimmy went lulu you may meet that bad dog or an ugly fox no spoke alice again i think i'll go alone besides jimmy is off with sammy littletail playing leapfrog i'll go alone so she went now i'm going to tell you why she wanted to go alone but don't whisper it to anyone you see alice thought maybe she might meet the fairy prince for she had still hoped that some day he would change into a king with a golden diamond crown on his head but as she walked on toward mr drake's store she saw nothing of the fairy prince though she kept a sharp lookout well she got the pound of butter and the corn meal and to make sure it was fresh she ate a little For that's the surest way to tell then she started for home with the butter under one wing and the corn meal under the other well all of a sudden just as she got past the weeping willow tree if she didn't step on a sharp stone and cut her foot. Because you see, she had no shoes on, and the stone was very, very sharp, almost as sharp as an exclamation point. Yes, indeed. There. I had the printer put one in, an exclamation point, so you could see how very sharp it is. Always be careful of exclamation points, children. Oh, oh, oh! cried Alice, as she felt the sharp stone go in her foot and she had to sink down to the ground it hurt so then the cornmeal fell from under her wing and the bag burst and it spilled all over then the butter fell from under the other wing but that didn't get hurt any it only got some dents in it and you know that doesn't matter for butter oh dear whatever shall i do cried alice i, I, I can't walk on my sore foot and i can't carry the cornmeal and the butter oh dear oh dear my foot's bleeding too And sure enough, it was. Poor Alice. How sorry I feel for her. Ah, if only the fairy prince would appear now, she went on. He would cause a golden chariot to take me home. You see, Alice hadn't gotten over being romantic, even if she had cut her foot. Oh, my, no. And a diamond earring besides. Well, as true as I'm telling you, no sooner had she made that wish about the fairy prince than a voice called out. Who's crying? Does anyone need help? yes replied alice i do i've cut my foot and i've dented the butter in several places but that doesn't matter much and i've spilled the corn meal oh what a lot of troubles for one poor little duck girl cried the voice again perhaps i can help you and who should come along but uncle wiggily long ears the nice old gentleman rabbit let's see what's the trouble he went on and he put his strongest spectacles over his nose and he looked at the cut in alice's foot then he cried oh i should say that was a cut oh my yes no doubt about it whatever but there don't cry he added for he saw some tears running down alice's yellow bill i'll fix it for you and so he got some nice soft leaves and he tied them on her sore foot with some stout grass then she felt better but she couldn't walk and she didn't know how she was ever going to get home so she asked uncle wiggily why the easiest thing in the world cried uncle wiggily all i have to do is say a little verse and i'll think of a way and so he said this little verse wiggily wiggily wiggly womb how shall i get alice home she has hurt herself quite much and she'll have to use my crutch of course uncle wiggily knew that wasn't a very good verse but it was the best he could do you shall use my cornstalk crush that nurse jane fuzzy wuzzy made for me he went on it'll be just the thing won't you need it asked alice very politely no said uncle wiggily my rheumatism is much better today. you may have it and he fitted it under alice's wing and she could walk pretty well not having to use her sore foot Then that kind old rabbit scraped up the cornmeal, and he put some in his big left ear, and some in his big right ear, because the bag was broken, and he carried the dented butter, which wasn't hurt the least mite. Then they started for the duck pen, and they reached it safely, Alice limping along as well as she could. And Uncle Wiggily told Mama Wibblewobble about the accident, after he had emptied his left ear and his right ear of the cornmeal, and had handed over the dented butter doctor Possum was called in to put some salve on Alice's foot, and she was soon better. Now that's all tonight, but if the moving man doesn't take my typewriter away, I shall tell you tomorrow night about Jimmy in a tall tree. End of story twenty two